Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. You're listening to the On the Gun Line podcast midweek memo. And I'm your host, Lopez. Thanking you here for being here with us for another just a random what's going on in the world today type of fucking podcast. Just to bridge it to the shoot the shit weekend. So today I got my co-host here, old Seth Lacey who we went back, and if you go back a couple of weeks, we had a shoot shit episode with him, which was pretty cool. We got to know him a little bit, and today we're going to just fucking shoot the shit the way it's supposed to be done, man. And uh, on this time, he is not on a covert operation doing CIA-type shit. <laughs> He's actually back home in the land of cousins, West Virginia. <laughs> what's going on, brother? How you doing today? What's up? What's up, man? Oh, man, just chilling here. Just literally got off of work right now. I had to smoke a Newport before I started this shit off because today's been one of those fucking days that I wanted to choke slam my children through the goddamn wall. <laughs> Brother, it's horrible. Say so your kids are driving you nuts or the people you had to, had to call with or whatever? Well, the kids set the day. They set the tone for the day. You know how PT used to be what set the mood? Well, yeah. now on the civilian side is my kids and getting them ready for school. And since they're not doing virtual learning no more, now I actually got to wake them up early, get them dressed, and drive their happy asses around the corner to the schoolyard. <laughs> so the oldest uh, decides to be the laziest. And oh, of course. It was fucking horrible, man. Back-talking little shit. Ugh. <laughs> ooh, I'm telling you, dog, if you – ooh, ooh we One weekend, oh. this child will make you never want to have kids again. <laughs> How long have they been back in school? Well, they started, well, in regular school, they started last week. Before that, they were just doing virtual schooling because of the whole COVID bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And um, because of that, they had to do, you know, the fucking um, virtual learning and bullshit, whatnot. And luckily, since um, one of them went from my household, all three of them got to go. So yeah. all three of them got sent to school. I ain't scared of that shit, man. I mean, the kid <laughs> got a better survivability rate than us adults. And they ain't got no pre-existing conditions, so fuck it. That uh, yeah. has been doing a lot of fucking damage, man. Yeah. Dude, I mean, speaking of, like, you know, on the ready rack that I have over here, I had discussed earlier, uh, it's taking its toll on a lot of people, not just fucking kids and learning and schools, but veterans as well. That oh, yeah. Out, you know what I mean? And I know just, people, all- just people with depression anyways, man. Like, you can't be stuck in a house and not be able to get out and do shitty. Like, even if you don't normally do it, you still have that freedom to go do it if you want. If you can't fucking, they're telling you you can't, you know what I mean? But this makes it worse. And I think that's the biggest issue right there because I'm, I'm always saying that the idle mind is the devil's playground. And, you know, if you can't find something to do to keep you active or keep your mind right, keep your mind going, you just start thinking about dumb shit or, you know, shit that'll bring you down even more. And like you said, if you already suffer from depression as it is, it just makes it even fucking that much worse because you have nobody to talk with or even just to go outside and take a fucking walk without having to wear a goddamn mask. Get some fresh air and some sunlight, dude. For real, man. That shit is necessary. Just fucking going to the mall or just taking a walk in the park. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being able to take your dog out and not have people fucking scowling at you for not wearing a fucking mask while you're outside in the park or some shit. For real, bro. And I mean, and suicides among veterans, among our peoples, that shit's been up 20%. And I think it goes back to what you were just saying, you know, if they're already suffering from this kind of a depression, being stuck, it just makes it worse for them. Oh, yeah. 
Did um did you have any, did you have any issues when you got out? Any kind of depression that you suffered through? I mean, we all kind of do, man. We just all have our own ways of dealing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mine's just staying busy, dude. You stay busy. Like I said before, man, I got a solid, solid partner in life with my wife, man. I can talk to her anytime I want. You know, that helps. Trying, that's, just trying to keep in touch with the boys, you know what I mean, here and there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's definitely – I mean, having that, that, that figure at home, that person you can talk with and communicate with, and yeah. that's definitely one of the most solid things you can have, like that solid foundation. You know, I mean, if a lot of people, they'll try not to discuss it with them just so they don't give them – any uh kind of idea what it was like over there or they don't scare them yeah. away but sometimes shit you need somebody to talk to you know oh yeah fuck that man but yeah dude so let's see i see you got uh your weight set what the hell you got a lot of fucking first calf shit back there oh no just yeah. first calf patches huh Damn. yeah it's all broke man i think my shit just broke my little fucking stand. <laughs> <laughs> is that your wall of honor right there no nah, that's just this is patches dude you gotta collect those patches Oh, I live right on. I don't see a Katusa patch back there, man. No, nah, I don't. I, I, it's, that's down in the bottom. You know what I mean? Ah, okay. It's that, the subdued shit. Gotcha. Okay, I see. Yeah, I see the the two ID. Dude, yeah. ID. Great fucking times, brother. Didn't have a fucking color because I didn't deploy with them, so I didn't. You know, whatever. Right, dude. Did you know that some people got the motherfucking combat patch out there in in uh they were authorized to wear it in Korea. What? Yeah. Well, I guess I guess it depends on the time you were there. Well, apparently, because I guess there was a uh, motherfuckers that were there that um this was after we left, after you and I left. Yeah. Uh, there was a dude that um that I saw that had a, he was wearing a two ID. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, man. When uh, North Korea sent some bombs over to an island or some shit like that, they were authorized to wear the combat patch for that dude. What? Yeah. I was thinking more like before we got there when they actually mobilized, when they were down there on the, on the zone, you know what I mean? They were talking about, like, they were doing drills, but right. it wasn't really. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, and that trips me the fuck out. Like, wait a minute, that, that's fucking retarded to me. You know, that's like uh, motherfuckers wearing that Cold War veteran hat. Are you really a veteran, or did you just happen to serve during the time that of the Cold War? You know what I'm saying? That's not yeah. really a war. <laughs> Nah, man. Or wearing a combat patch for Kuwait. <laughs> yeah. like, like getting there in two weeks and be like, oh, what, we authorized to wear that shit? <laughs> for real, dude. Fuck out of here, dude. Get the sand out of your panties. No shit. Hey, you know, a lot of motherfuckers complain about that shit. Did you hear in Fort Polk, this is why I was still in, some motherfuckers, some privates were bitching that they didn't have uh, combat patches and oh, they, uh, others that were wearing them. So the command told everybody to get take off their combat patches i heard about that like right after i got out because it was like the, it was like a morale fucking booster like yeah. what the you fuck? didn't you didn't serve in a combat zone. you don't get to wear that fucking patch exactly <laughs> i mean and that goes back to the fucking you know babying these new fucking soldiers bro like when does it stop you know what i'm saying well, do you do you think there's gonna be ever i mean it pretty soon it's gonna be an online fucking class yeah for basic training. <laughs> it's funny that the, the shit flying around joking about the Air Force, how they were, you know, pretending to the COVID. Like, I, I'm, guess, I'm hoping it's jokes. They're doing <laughs> that shit fucking online. Are you, yeah, dude. Well, I'll tell you what. My nephew, he's, uh, he's in the Army now. And he said WLC, or what they call BL. I don't know what the fuck it's called now. But um, that shit is two, it's a two-week course online now because of COVID. 
Jesus. How do you learn land nav? You know, I mean, I guess they just GPS that shit now. <laughs> fucking yeah. heck, dude. I guess they didn't learn from that one female private that got lost because she didn't know how to read a fucking plugger or some shit. All right. Yeah, brother. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it is. How's the weather out there? Where at? Yeah, you can read about leadership skills and you can read books all day long, but if you don't do that shit firsthand, that's part of that's part of that whole course, man. Because like, they they don't single nobody out. They just pull the people. You know what I mean? Like every day, they say, you know, you you you're leading PT. You you're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. Like, how do you develop a class? All that other bullshit. Like, it's your basic leadership shit. You know, you learn your basic battle drills. Battle drill one alpha. You learn how to fucking you know walk in the squad. How like you said, how to fucking prepare for a class how to give a class yeah and it's it to me it's just fucking dummying down the army yeah oh yeah no it's, it's been constant and that's uh, again back to one of the reasons why i got out man i was like just the, the the soldier that was coming in because they weren't breaking like the normal dude down or female or whatever you know <laughs> us being combat arms it was all dudes then you know breaking them down and, and just like uh, I was, I was trying to catch up on some of your podcasts earlier, talking about how you come out of basic training, you know, as a fuzzy girl, you know, with your skeeter wings, and you're fucking talking to PFCs and specialists at parade rest. Mm-hmm. Until they're like, you don't got to do that shit, mm-hmm. you know, because you're just you're just learning. Like you're fucking, you're still kind of shocked from all that bullshit. You know? Fucking hey, I mean, dude, that fucking the intensity that the drill sergeants put into us, the fear, you know, uh, and the discipline, mainly the discipline. You know, anybody who outranks you, you go to parade rest. So I was right. E-Nun, and I remember walking up to Moya um, in my battery, and I was at parade rest for him because he was a PSC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I didn't know any better, but I just, yeah. hey, fuck it. That's just the way I was taught. And it all goes back down to, to just the basic discipline of breaking down the civilian out of somebody and then molding you up to being a soldier. You know, I, I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, I have an image of a soldier in my head of what a soldier should look like. And the majority or in general, what I see for E4s and below, I'll say, or maybe even E5s is not that standard. You know, these motherfuckers are walking around with hair, like fucking lieutenants and shit baggish looking. How do you expect anybody to fucking follow you, respect you, if you don't even fucking respect your own self? Right. That's just my thought on it, man. I mean, I'll start up with uniforms, I think, man, after they went away from, you know what I mean, not having that Monday boot shine and fucking all that other bullshit and having your hair tight, all that stuff, man. Like, your, your creases and your 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 pants and all that shit. It's like, I mean, that was a given, dude. Like, you show up good on Monday, you know, platoon sergeants do their in-rank inspections, and they're like, well, you get it half a day Friday. And you're like, all right. You know what I mean? Yep. Dude, that is fucking... Uh, Dude, you're you're fucking beating the nail like <laughs> right on top, bro. It all goes to me back into uniforms. It does because the just the smallest detail that was wrong or incorrect on your uniform, you know, you yeah. you were garbage. You know, yeah. fucking let your let your uh your your pockets be unbuttoned. Yeah, you know, pockets or, be unbuttoned. You get you, you get that rank and they put it on your collar. You know, you get a Ajimal down the road to have her put that shit on your collar. And goddamn. That shit's crooked or not measured right. And they're like, get that fucking, go fix it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yes, sir. Dude, we, 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 did we pin corporal together out there too? Until they gave us that fucking, uh, the sergeant rank? I never had it. Oh, I pinned fucking corporal when it was in Korea. Dude, corporal, 
and specialists are the sorriest fucking ranks ever. Corporal sucks because you got the specialist pay, but the responsibilities of a fucking NCO. You know why they did that, right? Yeah, because they needed bus monitors and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they needed bus monitors in CQ. <laughs> yeah, God damn, dude! I I have no many no idea how many times I was blacked out on the fucking bus, you know, on the weekends coming back on the yeah. home bus. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't know. The, the only few times I remember riding the bus was the times that we actually got kicked off. <laughs> and I, was like, I think the whole year it was two times, and it was never the whole way. Like, mm-hmm. like it always stopped in Casey Hovey. Mm-hmm. Had to do that long. Over there by Warrior Way. That long walk to the other bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn, dude. That's fucking crazy to me. Just thinking about it. I'm, I had a lot of good times out there, bro. I really did. I mean, I a lot of times that I can't remember. But, I mean, there were great times. Fucking just, I think about it now, and I wonder if half the shit that that was done over there was even looked upon. Like, I remember remember showing up to PT literally still shit-faced. But I would go out there and run my ass off. Everybody was fucking shit-faced on Mondays. And nowadays, you'll probably get a drunk on duty, you know, and show up like that. You made an example out of. Mm Mm-hmm. Bro. Yeah, numerous times you see motherfuckers puking up soju in somebody else's shoes. <laughs> Hilarious. Dude, I mean, and, you know, it trips me out. It, it started with the fucking uniforms. I think I agree with you on that. It started with the fucking uniforms. Yeah. And from there, they just started fucking taking away little by little certain things that were disciplined. You know, just like, how can I put this? I heard this one person say a long time ago, when you don't correct one standard, you just made a whole new standard. You created a new, you know, and I'm a firm believer in that. I had, I remember having my whole section. Whenever I had my section, they always had boot blousers just because that tuck looked like shit when they tucked it in. Oh yeah. I wanted them to look fucking squared away. And so you're running around working, that shit's going to come out. Mm -hmm. So it just shit like that. I would have them make half pride in their uniform. Even if we weren't supposed to iron our ACUs, I ironed my fucking ACUs chief. Nah. Fuck that. I never did. <laughs> I had to. I never did. They, 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 fucking, they gave them to us and they looked like pajamas. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make them look like pajamas. <laughs> I didn't make the rules. I just fucking about it by them. You know what I mean? There you go. I don't make them. I just uh, enforce them. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, brother. So what do you think about the whole shark attack thing, man? I mean, that's... I, I, read, I, I seen that shit. I seen a whole article about it, man. I was reading it and I was like, Jesus. It, it goes back to... Just letting them come in with the same attitude, dude, like off the street, high school or fucking whatever bullshit job they had. You know, I'm sure some of the, like, the older people who were coming in or maybe prior service coming back in or something like that still have those fucking values instilled or mm-hmm. somebody who's been in the real world who has respect for other people. You know what I mean? But pff, this generation, man, coming in like straight out of high school, they just don't give a fuck, dude. And that's a big problem because, see, the thing about being a soldier, like, I know when I wanted to be a soldier, I wanted to be a fucking Marine. Let's get that out there. I wanted to be a Marine since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. But they wouldn't take me because I only had a GED during the time. So they could suck a fucking fat dick. They think I'm going to go back to college. Um, <laughs> and, but, you know, I wanted, I knew what I was, what I was going to go do. I, I joined it because I wanted to be a fucking soldier. So you got to yeah. have that mentality of that's what you want, you know? And if, if it's, I get that it's open to everybody to, to join if they want. However, 
just because you want to join doesn't mean that the army is for you or the military itself is for you. Right. You know, if you can't adhere to basic fucking shit that they tell you to do for three months, yeah. how do you expect to fucking do this for four years or eight yeah. years? Shit, or the, the first fucking year you're in, dude. I mean, you, you can tell as soon as they come. Like, again, having stripes or a rocker or anything on your chest, they're talking to you like they're their buddy, their PFC buddy they went to basic with. Mm-hmm. It's one thing, like, offline, like, if, if you have your Joes, you know, if, it's, if they're there, you know, your section or whatever, you know, you're right. talking to them, like, around the gun line or something like that, and it's one thing, but when everybody's there and they can see, you know, it's got, it, it falls on you because you're not instilling that. And then when you go to instill that, you know, make it a priority that they are going to parade rest and talking to you in a certain manner. Yep. I feel like now they're just going to be like, well, fuck, I'm going to write this dude up. Like, yeah, exactly. Double standard, man. Exactly. I mean, fuck. I got smoked by my first chief, uh, Sergeant Taylor, because I called him Sergeant Taylor instead of chief. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and that was the last time I called him Sergeant Taylor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I mean, it's just simple shit like that that will get you in line. Like, okay, get right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, and, I mean, just by rank or, you know, whatever. You know, either, yeah. either it's, it's chief or, you know, sergeant or don't throw my name in there because we're not, we're not boys. You know exactly. what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah. If all, well, like okay. if we're all fine, I'll run to you at the bar, you know, whatever. I might be like, Hey, how y'all doing? Y'all doing all right. You got your plan for, for going home. And if they're like, Rogers on Lacey or whatever. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Or, or maybe they know my first name, you know, we're not, we're not in uniform, but right. they're at work. You're in uniform. Nah. <laughs> uh, the only time I ever think uh, one of my Joes called me by my name like my fucking God-given first name, which was awkward for me. He was my gunner out in um in Fort in Fort Carson, and uh, we played golf together on the weekend. You know, uh-huh. Let's go play some golf, and um, you know, just to break the fucking habit, I told him, "Hey, you know what? I'll let you call me by my name." You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, you could call me Lopez. That motherfucker called me Danny, bro. <laughs> oh man, that shit was like awkward as fuck. Like, hmm. You know what? Let's stick with Lopez, bro. <laughs> but, um, you know, but again, that was an offline event and work is work. At work, it was chief. Yeah. And um, another thing that I started noticing a lot, too, on the gun line was Joe's started calling other fucking chiefs chief. So that would be a smoking right there, too. You know, yeah. because um, the only chief you got is the one you work for. Everybody else is Sergeant So-and-so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, man, I don't know. It just trips me the fuck out. Yeah. I never really thought about it like that, man. Like, a, like looking back on it, like we we did do that. Like it wasn't we didn't call other chiefs our chief because they weren't our exactly. first line supervisor. You called them, you know, sergeant so and so, so and so. Yep. Just it, it was this. I don't know. It was this muscle muscle memory or like just a reaction. It wasn't. Yeah. That's weird. I never thought about that. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. You know what else trips me out? I'll give you another example. Calling first sergeant top. The only ones that ever called first sergeant top that I knew was E6 and above. And I got in trouble for that one time. Oh, word? Tell that yeah, story. I'm on a fucking board, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? There was, there was two of us, and we, they were doing our board as soon as we got to Kuwait. Like, we'd only been there for, I don't know, a week, and they changed our orders. And then we were going to do them once we got to our, to our location. And, uh, where we got pushed an extra week. They were like, well, we're going to go ahead and knock these boards out. That was the board that I was supposed to get promoted to E6 at or whatever. There was two of us. But uh, the first the first one, like, 
we'd been distressed of fucking getting there and doing everything else, you know, and then getting up, fucking keeping our Joe straight and living in fucking tents and everything there in Kuwait. Mm -hmm. Like we were fucking lax as fuck, you know what I mean? And uh, the two of us went in for that board and they just went ahead and rescheduled it for a week after. It was like, I went in, everything was just fucking in my head. Like it was just falling out. And I was like, fuck, I was like, I'm like, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I knew it, but I, like I didn't, you know? Right. And uh, that shit slipped out of my mouth and I was like top instead of first song on a board. And he was like, he was, he was like, what am I? He's like, what did you just call me? He's like, am I a fucking kid's toy? And I was like, oh shit, dude. <laughs> oh man. I remember at one of my fucking, uh, one of our same barbs balls, uh, they started getting everybody um, into the fucking room because they're going to start doing the whole presentation and all that bullshit. And I was taking a piss, and one of the first sergeants walks in there. He's like, let's go. Hurry up, staff. And I'm like, Roger, top. He's like, top? Do I spit on my fucking head? And I'm like, Roger, first sergeant. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I mean. That same board, I even, I even accidentally slipped a cuss word out. Oh. I was like, fuck, man. I was like, this is over. <laughs> They, they went ahead and scheduled it for two weeks later, and we both fucking, you know, got our points or whatever from the board. And that was when the first sergeant that we had at the time held on to our packets. Uh, like, when we got, when we finally got in the country, like, if he'd have dropped our packets on time with the sergeant major, and he was, the sergeant major would have been able to send them up, we'd have mm -hmm. both made it and made our E6 while, as soon as we got the country. Right. Look, and we kept waiting and waiting and waiting. He's like, what the hell's going on? And they was like, y'all didn't make points. And he's like, bullshit. Because we were fucking <laughs> holding on to that shit, you know, waiting. It was because right after that shit got pushed up is when they uh, pushed in all the extra fucking points for education. Oh, dale. and neither one of us had college. You know what I mean? Uh, so, dude, it used to be so easy to fucking make points. All you had to do was correspondence courses. Yeah. And I mean, and it was easy to cheat on that shit too. Correspondence courses and just fucking rock that board, dude. You're good. Oh, dude, I fucking, okay. So check this out. My boards that I went to, I, I killed it. I killed it all. Because Aguayo, my chief, he had me from the get-go, like, sound the fuck off, bang on yeah. that fucking door. You better say that creed nonstop. So yeah. I, I rocked every single one of the boards I went to. So I got kicked out twice from my E6 board. I had to go three times. Because uh, the sergeant well, manager, he, he, yeah, he, yeah, that was the E6 board that I'm talking about. That E5 board, me and you both went in Korea, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. And then fucking the sixth board, I got kicked out twice because I was in my secondary zone and Sergeant Major Dang wasn't having it. And uh, he said I couldn't go. So, but whatever. Three, the third board went right through. Dude, but the funny thing is I used to do NCO of the month boards as well, bro. And I don't know if really? you, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember first Sergeant Samuel from back in Korea. I uh, that was a thing, man. Like when we were doing that last one, I had that mixed up, man, because I've always been Bravo, except for when I was in Korea. And in talking the other day, like after we got done, I was like, I might have said I was in Bravo and you were in Alpha, but it was different because I was Alpha Battery and you were in Bravo, right? No, I was in Alpha. Gator Pride. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that was Alpha Battery, bro. We were both in the same battery? You must have been in first platoon then because I was in set. Who was your chief? Yeah, yeah, that's right. My chief was fucking, uh, oh. I was just thinking about this earlier before, that, before you know, coming up on this. And I was like, oh, Rivera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Aguayo, he was second platoon. Yeah, and our our first on terror. What was his name? The first Logan. one that we had was fucking T T one thousand. The viral sprat splat sprat. Yeah. Oh my god, that motherfucker, dude. 
Hey, he was still there when I left, and I guess right after I left, because you were there longer than me, y'all got that new first arm. Yeah, we got that new first arm, but Spratt, that motherfucker was something else, bro. When he started yeah. crying in front of the fucking battery, were you there for that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? Yeah. Anyways, but uh, no, then we got first Sergeant Sam, man. Oh, dude, quick story. Spratt got his ass whooped, bro. What? Yeah. Another first Sergeant whooped his ass. I'm not dropping no like, names on who did it, but. Like in Korea? Huh? Like there in Korea? What? Yeah, dude. Uh, let's just say, I don't know if you remember HHB's first Sergeant. Uh, um. Okay, well, if I told you, I'll tell you the name afterwards. I'm sure you'll remember then. But he took him in the office and whooped his ass, Chase. Damn. I wouldn't yeah. imagine that. I figured, I figured he would have been hard as nails besides fucking crying in front of us or whatever. But <laughs> well, Yeah, well, he, that's the demeanor that he had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the lead, high speed, Gator Pride. Yeah. Oh. Gator Pride. <laughs> I was too hey, fucking Every time you seen him, no matter where he was at, if you passed him, Gator Pride. Oh, God. Dude, that motherfucker, <laughs> it was on a weekend, bro. This motherfucker comes. I'm sitting outside um, outside our barracks, smoking a cigarette right there on the side. And um, he's walking by. And these other motherfuckers that are in uniform, you know, they're t- they start talking to him. And he's at, at, at that parade rest. And he starts yeah. talking to me. I'm still smoking my fucking cigarette because I'm in civvies, bro. I yeah. think he's talking to the CQ. Anyways, he looks at me like, what's wrong with you? You can't get a parade rest? I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> I had a cigarette out, get a parade rest. This motherfucker, he, I don't know if you were there for this. There was a guy on CQ, and this motherfucker grabbed his soda and dumped it all over his desk, saying that you weren't supposed to have that shit at CQ. Then he took away RTV. You could only have fucking FMs or TMs that had to do with uh, Army. That. Dude, like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude, man? That motherfucker was on one, man. I think that was like right before I left. Shit. I remember the whole C, the whole CQ thing yeah. and them taking away all the stuff. Then he like, paint the like fucking stairs. <laughs> that dude was on one, man. But yeah, fucking um I well, that first sergeant, first sergeant Sam, he's the one that um he he kind of was directing me on or kind of like a guiding me. Uh you know, how to be a better NCO. And, you know, uh, kind of like telling me go to NCO of the month boards and shit like that. Anyways, yeah. so this motherfucker, he's in one of the boards, bro. And I think it's my third one. I, or it was the NCO of the month board. I can't remember which one it was. So I go in there and I report and everything. I start doing the creed, right? So I'm knocking out the creed. And he's like, stop. Execute a left face. Take three steps forward. Execute a right face. Pick up where you left off. I'm like, God damn. So I had to start doing that shit. And then he stopped me again, do more facing movements, march, and then damn. pick up where I left off again. Oh, it gets worse. And then this motherfucker's trying to break my bearing, right? So he's yeah. like, this motherfucker, what's this? Because that's how he talks. Like, what's this motherfucker Lopez doing here? You know what? <laughs> hey, Lopez, my, my daughter's still waiting for her child support money. And I'm like biting my fucking lip, trying not to laugh. He's like, yeah, this motherfucker got my daughter pregnant and ran out on her ass. And all the other first sergeants are playing along with that shit. I'm just like, dude. I'm serious. That board, huh? Serious. Yeah, dude. I mean, but, I mean, they, they, it was fucking rough, but he was funny as shit. You know what I'm saying? I ended up winning that board, though. So, I mean, I kicked ass on it, man. Those were good <laughs> times. I loved it. This shit like that that I remember that I fucking hated it at the time, but it yeah. was fucking fun, dude. Yeah. 
I'll tell you. Some Probably can't do that shit now. Man, hell to the nah. I guarantee <laughs> you, nowadays, that'll be hazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, you know, that brings me up to something. Promotions, bro. You know, when we were getting promoted, I don't remember seeing anybody who wasn't ready to be promoted going to the board. No matter no. how much time you were in service. Oh. You know, it was based on your knowledge, based on your capabilities, and your potential. Yeah. Uh, I fucking, even coming back from Korea, dude, there, were, there was, a, again, I ain't naming their names, but there was one or two E6s that were definitely up for, you know, whatever. And they were like, nah, this is because, I mean, not board, board ready because it would have been E7, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they were like, nah. <laughs> and, and fucking one of them could barely do his job as a fucking E6. Wow, dude. When I got to Fort Stewart, bro, the chief they put me under, this motherfucker. I'm hearing you. I'm just grabbing something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your time. So the chief they put me under over there, Andrews, this motherfucker had narcolepsy. This, <laughs> this motherfucker, I bullshit you not, fell asleep during a fire mission, bro. <laughs> what? Yeah, he had narcolepsy. He fell asleep during a fucking uh, fire mission. And um, that was after I had left his fucking section because he was hot garbage. And um, I don't know. He didn't know anything about his goddamn job. He was one of those that got promoted because of time and service and time and yeah. time, you know? And I don't understand that to this date. I will not understand it. It's fucking stupid. I was reading something. Uh, I don't know if it was on Rally Point or on Stars and Stripes along the lines of like that. They're trying to make um, the army as diverse as the civilian world. And I'm thinking to myself, um, how about you just let the qualified motherfuckers come in and no matter what their race is or creed or whatever, you know, whoever's good for the job. And continue that. Uh, just let the motherfuckers that are qualified to go, to move up, to, move, to you know, yes. keep going. Exactly, dude. Exactly. So it's just like promoting fucking E4s to E5s while in a combat zone because you need fucking those spots filled. That's how motherfuckers die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, for real. And uh, not only that, Civilian education, I get, is a big thing. But how much is civilian education? A lot of motherfuckers are smart as fuck, but dumb as a fucking rock when it comes to common sense. Yeah. You know, they have no... Street smarts, street smarts go a lot farther than book smarts, man. Fuck yeah. Especially in, 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 that, in that line of work when you're combat arms. Like, you have to be able to critically think. Yes. Not be able to be like, go back to a book and be like, well, this is what so-and-so said. You know? Yes, bro. Yes, yes, yes. Amen to every single word of that. I get having having the book smarts is great. Having the street smarts is best. Having them both together, you got a fucking complete fucking soldier right there. Uh, you know, you need those fucking, in the combat arms world, you need the motherfuckers that are, I don't want to say the fucking troublemakers, but the alpha males. You know uh, what I'm saying? You need those guys because those are the motherfuckers that are going to go out there and handle the business that you guys are setting us to do. You know? Right. Fucking crazy, man. I, a lot of cats fucking complain, and I, I was one of those, too, that a lot of fools I started seeing getting promoted was because of their PT. You know, yeah, yeah they could fucking knock out a 300, but they can't lead a fucking yeah. a section out of a one-way or one-door exit, you know? Yeah. Um, but on, on the... Do fucking, you know, infantry operations like you're going to do in deployment anyways. Right. They can't do it. And on the flip side of that, I mean... You have other NCOs, though, that you can see that are fat bodies, gelatinous, that, you know, it's like, dude, what the fuck? You know, I mean, I was never a good runner. Never have been, never will be. But yeah. you know, 
I was good at what I did on my job. I learned it quick and I was started learning how to teach. You know what I mean? And that's one of the biggest things. You got to learn how to fucking teach because the only problem that I had that was uh, my teaching method was a little bit because eh, I yell a lot. So yes, I, I do. I shit with my boys now, man. Shit. <laughs> like, or just, just earlier, me and the wife came home. We was out doing some shopping and mm -hmm. uh, came home. And <laughs> I guess one, I have, of course, I have those twin boys. They were messing around while we were gone. And I guess the other one was trying to wrestle with the other one. And he got pissed off and locked himself in his room. And then when he came out of the room, he forgot to unlock the door so that he shut the door and locked himself out of his room. So we came home, was unloading shit out of the truck, putting shit inside. And I'm like, why is there screwdrivers laying in the kitchen? What the and I'm, What the fuck? So I walk back in the hallway and he's down on the door, like <laughs> the whole doorknob off. And like both sides, the other one fell out. The other one was in the floor, like at his knees. I'm like, what are you doing? He was like, he locked himself out of his room. So I'm trying to, I was trying to get him from not getting in trouble before you came home and be like, why, why is the door locked and he can't get in his room? And uh, <laughs> he had the whole thing apart and was trying to figure out how to take the, the mechanism and like, unlock right. the door. like only thing he had to do was stick the screwdriver in and slide that one thing over to the side. Yeah. And like he was sitting there for like, apparently the whole time we were gone trying to figure this shit out. And I'd take that screwdriver and just pop it open. I was like, it's like, he was like, what? He's like, how'd you do that? <laughs> I'm trying to show him how to put the doorknob back together. Mm -hmm. And I, this is, I don't know. My, my voice always elevates. It's just the type of people we are. <laughs> Our voice ju is just like that. You know, at, at my, in my civilian job out here, uh, I tend to be perceived as if I'm like, I'm being very uh, authoritative. Yeah. You know, my, my very first like couple of months, at the at the office, they uh my my supervisor was like, "Hey Danny, I want you to go ahead and discuss this paper right here." It was about some kind of a fucking change in our pay or some shit. So I ran yeah. over and I, I went into the fucking um into the office into our meeting room, and my dumb ass goes straight to fucking staff sergeant mode, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, good morning everybody. My name is Danny Lopez. I'll be your instructor today. I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and give you a block of instructions on the following. Blah blah <laughs> blah blah blah. And then I saw somebody on their fucking cell phone. I was like, hey, um, you might pay attention to me over here while I go ahead and give this class. I just want yeah. to give me the same respect I'd give you. And I said it to them in that tone. Yeah. And apparently... That's decency, dude. Like but apparently the tone that I used was very, um, like, demeaning or very... It was... It's frowned upon now. You can't talk like that because now... Oh, it, being that I work in a majority female field, you know, it's like, oh, you know, he's being fucking like machista or fucking uh, just misogynistic. Uh, just a machista. Uh, no, I mean, just like a chauvinist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, no, I talk to everybody like that. You know, if you're fucking not paying attention to me, I'm going to get your fucking attention. You know what I'm saying? You need, I mean, they need to, because obviously that, that's why they're asking somebody to teach a class because they, they, not everybody's on the same page of music. Right. So somebody that knows what they're doing needs to, put it down and if they're not paying attention well that's going to be the person behind the power curve when it comes time to do whatever's got to be done exactly bro we would have these fucking huddles man and i would get pissed off because everybody's asking the same fucking questions and i'm somebody that apparently i i i show my expressions a lot on my face so yeah. my frustration when i'd be like god damn are y'all asking that stupid shit again that's what <laughs> i wanted to say but unfortunately yeah. i couldn't talk like that but people could read my expression like Really? Oh, your face like a bug, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it just it just makes me want to choke those people, bro. 
But yeah. it is what it is. I mean, now that it's been five years, I, I've taken some courses within my company that's um, taught me how to use what I've learned in the military from the military's perspective is leadership and mold it more to a corporate world, a corporate environment. Yeah. So now, I mean, let me ask you this. Yeah. Those courses that you, that you took, were those voluntold you to take or did you be like, okay, I'm going to take those? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um, I had, I had a, um, I've had people that, dude, they're forming you. Yeah, they are. Well, the thing is because um, my, a lot of my leadership tells me that I have the the capabilities. They know I have the capabilities to be a leader. They know that um, that I have what I have what they want. However, comma, um, I need to be more approachable and I need to be more engaged. Yeah. So. Engaged is the biggest fucking word in civilian world. Because to me, engaged is like, okay, we're engaging some motherfuckers. No, but yeah. it means that you're talking with people and finding out about them. And I'm here to be your fucking boss, not your friend. You know what I'm saying? Hearts and minds, bro. You got to win the hearts and minds. <laughs> <laughs> See, hearts and minds, two to the heart, one to the mind. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That's, nah. like, that's like, that's like uh, going back to where I worked before, dude, where it was an all, like all male, you mm-hmm. know, company. Like, we all just broke balls all day long, you know what I mean? And when I was working in the warehouse, loading trucks, mm-hmm. you know, like, like all that other shit, and then night shift where there was just three of us and it was me and two old dudes, you know? But even still, like when everybody started to come in, we was leaving. Again, I was like, fucking, this is what was done. You know, I left so-and-so work for him because he left shit for me. Yeah. There's a pile of trash over there because he left it. I swept it up to get it out of my way, but I ain't picking that shit up. <laughs> shit <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? And then, and then when I had to switch over to the sales portion, had to deal with the you know general public mm-hmm. like my boss thought it was funny because he was again he was a retiree seven okay but uh he was he was like man he's like i don't know how some of these customers deal with you and i was like what do you mean he's like because you just you just seem to go off on them sometimes and <laughs> again it's just like it's just like i'm talking to somebody else you know right. but like like a, like a normal person who hasn't had a military background or or whatever else they're like they seem shocked. <laughs> I forbid that they ever come to the gun line and see what it's but, like out there in the field. Yeah, but again, like a lot of them where it was a welding, you know, field, oh. most of them are dudes. And like even the chicks that come in, like they'd fucking sling their own cylinders off the back of their trucks and stuff like that. But it was like we also did residential propane. So people would come in, like, oh. you know, ladies from their home. be like, my husband's not coming in to figure out what's going with this bill, so I got to come and do it, and, you know. Okay. I'd be like, I'd break it down for him. And like, after they'd leave, like the guy that worked the desk with me, he'd laugh and be like, man, he's like, why were you such a dick to her? And I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Like I was being nice. Right? <laughs> he's like, that was your nice. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, what do they want you to do? Fucking lick their assholes? Like, God damn, man. Here, here, let me pay that bill for you. You know? Yeah, for real, bro. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you got me fucking twisted, chief. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy, brother. Crazy. Hey, um, when you when we were out in the field, like uh any any kind of shit that you think that should have not been done, like shit they could have done away with while we were out in the field. Like just some certain shit that they would do. I'll give you one example. Stand to. I did not understand the point of fucking stand to, bro. Discipline, dude. You gotta be able to get up. Most most wars are fought before the sun comes up, bro. Okay. But that dude, come on, man. That, I mean, that's the shit they come put on. in our in our fucking mind. But get the fuck out of here, bro. Statue was like, God damn, man. It you was the most retarded. Oh, you better be ready to fight. 
<laughs> oh, you better have your nuts washing those fucking clean socks on before that fucking shit kicks off. That's this why. is true. This is true. Make sure you shave. You shave <laughs> every that day. Shit, that shit was stupid. It's, it's shaving the field, motherfucker. And then you, you come back and you, and then you wonder why some of these cats got shaving profiles. For well, real? because they're dry shaving out of their canteen, the same one they're brushing their teeth and eating out of. <laughs> Yo, the canteen is the most underrated fucking uh, utility TA50 that we have. Yeah, yeah, I still got two of them in my box over here, dude. Hell yeah. Dude, the canteen cup, that bitch, you can cook in it, you can wash in it, <laughs> drink in Matter it. Matter of fact, probably the two that I got still haven't been washed. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> COVID-19 up in that bitch. <laughs> like fucking whatever the fuck's in the desert. True. Dude, I don't have any of my TA-50. I have a lot of shit in my, um, like, from my old uniforms that, um, you know, from... I don't know, but like all, everything I turned it in, I, I was a first time fucking go at CIF. Yeah. I could not fuck. I never it. had problems with CIF, dude. Like when I was getting out, getting out, mm-hmm. there was like one or two things, and they were like, it's dirty. So I, I took it back and threw it in a washer and dried it and took it back, and they're like, all right. But like, Bro. I don't know, I just acquired extra shit. So Bro. I packed that shit up, man. <laughs> CIF in Fort Hood was by far the worst experience I ever had. Really? Yeah, dude. There was shit that I never even took out of the fucking bag, bro. And these I had more problems in Korea, dude. When I was leaving Korea, than I did at Fort Hood. Nope. The only thing that, I got a statement of charges. I said, "Fuck that. Give me a statement of charges." Because I was <laughs> to find those. I'm not gonna go look for it. I'm not gonna go down the Ville to go look for it either. And it was the fucking just, old, old school OD green fucking ammo pouches and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was missing my fucking uh, those big ass boots, the over boots and shit that you would put on. For the um, you know, for like the wet weather and shit. Yeah, like, I still got a pair. Yeah, those motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you know what? Just give me a statement of charges. I ain't giving a fuck. But in, in yeah. CAF and fucking hood, bro, I'm telling you, I ripped it out of the bag that same fucking day so I could go and turn it in. This yeah. motherfucker tells me, like, you see that? That's dirty right there. I look, I'm like, are you fucking serious? And I was like, yeah. I like, dude, I just ripped. It. No, you see that? There's dirt right there like, inside the zippers. I, like, I'll play your fucking game. I had to go three fucking times, bro. Really? In, uh, to CIF and, and Hood. Fucking. I went man. one day, like, first thing in the morning, like, because uh, when I was leaving Hood, man, like, I, I played that shit. Because, like, you're supposed to have, like, what, two weeks to clear when you're ETSing or whatever? Yeah. Dude, I was on that shit for, like, a month, dude. God. My chief was like, just fucking go handle your shit. And I was like, all right. I got ACAP today. Fucking, <laughs> what do you got tomorrow? ACAP again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, I thank God that uh, my, uh, my first sergeant uh, in Carson, he happened to be my platoon sergeant in my second deployment over in Mosul. So um, we were cool, tight as fuck. We went through yeah. a lot of shit out there. So when I was already getting out, he was like, Lopez, just give me a call telling me you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I was like, roger that. So I'll be, dude, the only thing that fucking blew balls that they threw me like for about three months straight on fucking staff duty, bro. Day yeah. in, day off, day out. Oh, fuck. I told you that story about that time they put me on fucking staff duty at Battalion. And I was going in, and I was, I was clearing. I was actually, that was like my last three days. Yeah. And that, and that last one we did. And uh, I walked in, and that, that NCO was pissed off because the whoever was supposed to, E6 was, was pissed off because the E5 wasn't showing up. And I walked in, and he seen my name tape and was like, where were you at at fucking, you know, zero dark 30 this morning? I'm like, bruh, I'm clearing. <laughs> like, what? I was like, I told my chain of command that shit, and they're supposed to send somebody else. Mm-hmm. Stop about your luck, man. 
dude, the funniest thing I ever saw while I was on staff duty was this one dude who finally got his fucking uh, DD-214. He was on his way out. And he's like, hey, Sergeant Lopez, I like you and all, but I'm sorry I said I was going to do this on the last day in the <laughs> Army. And I was like, look, man, I don't know what the fuck you think you're planning on doing right now, but I haven't signed your DA-31 so, or DD-30, whatever the fuck it is, your, uh, your leave form. Um, I haven't signed that, bitch. So you're technically not on leave. You look around and do something stupid right now, I'm going to lose your DD-31. So I, apparently what he wanted to do was fucking uh, de-blouse and change his uniform to civilian clothes while he was in there uh, <laughs> around the CQ, uh, around the staff duty desk. Like, that's not going to happen, chief. <laughs> I will lose your shit. So he took his fucking leave form and he walked right on out. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Yeah, just go, go do it on the sidewalk, bro. Like, I didn't see you. Exactly. Don't do that shit in front of me. I mean, in Korea, we did have that tradition of fucking throwing our boots over the fucking um, the lines and the trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't do shit I had to buy fucking brand new boots when I got to Korea. Them shits were only a year old. It's like when I was packing to go to Korea, dude, I was I was out with a friend of mine the night before. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll be good. I was getting a tattoo. And uh, after I got the tattoo, he was like, let's go out drinking, man. He's like, you're about to leave the country for a while. And I was like, all right, shit. <laughs> it was like five o'clock. I got to the house and my dad was like, fucking all right. He's like, just make sure you're up in the morning. I was like, all right. He woke me up in the morning and I was fucking, had most of my, about 90% of my shit packed. Yeah. But, like, you know, your boots go on top of your bag, right? Right, right. So, like, I was packing all my shit, like, the rest of my, like, 10%, and I threw the boots that I had that I brought back from Hood while I was on fucking leave at home and threw them in there. And I was like, all right, I'm good to go. So, I got to the airport, threw that shit on a plane, whatever. I get there, and I had fucking two pairs of boots, <laughs> and both of them were fucking left feet. <laughs> I, I was still drunk as fuck, dude. <laughs> I fucking got to the replacement and like we was in cities, you know what I mean? They're like the next yeah. morning you gotta show up to formation in, in, in uniform. Right. And I fucking woke up the next morning after being on the plane and hung over as fuck. And I start putting on all my shit and you know, the last thing you put on is your boots and I'm like, Oh fuck, man. <laughs> oh. I, I had to wear my fucking kicks to formation. They're like, What happened? I was like, I, I backed two fucking left feet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. So I, I went down, they took me to a little on a little bus. I guess they had a little bus that went to the shop at that because that, that place that they had the little shop at the uh, replacement there mm-hmm. in Korea didn't sell. They sold everything but boots. Of course. So they ha- had to fucking catch a ride like the second day in, in country over there to go buy some boots. God I was damn. like, what the fuck? Dude, on the way back from fucking uh from Korea, bro, I got trashed the night before. Apparently, I was going up and down the fucking hallways, kicking doors, saying, I'm rich, bitch, kicking people's doors, running around naked in the hallways. I don't remember any of this, all right? Apparently, there's video. Apparently, there was video that somebody took. Uh, you got to, to find that and drop it on the site, dude. Dude, I, I hope that there's no video. But my old first, our first son Samuel, he ended up going to third ID and linking up with me over there. And fucking, um, he told me like, I saw that video of you motherfucker going around. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, yeah, kicking doors. I don't remember none of that shit, bro. I don't remember the trip to fucking uh, Yangsong to eat Itaewon or what's it called, Inchong. I don't remember yeah. the trip there. I know that they fucking try to tell me that I could that I had to pay extra money for my luggage. Because yeah. the fucking, the shit ripped, bro. My luggage that I bought in right there um, in, in the Ville, it ripped. So it was cheap shit. And, yeah. and they were like, you cannot fly with this. I'm like, bullshit. I just spent one fucking year here in your motherfucking country. I was going off, bro. All I know is they let me on the plane. I passed the fuck out. 
woke up in fucking Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me on my way, dude. That was so hungover the night before, dude. I, I remember waking up halfway through. I guess they, they stopped to refuel or something on the way. Mm. And uh, I was beside like an Aussie mon, some fucking big fat hairy dude. I stuck between them on the plane. All hungover. <laughs> so I just, I, I woke up on dude's shoulder. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fuck. Yo, dude, are you waiting for tonight, bro? What's tonight, man? The motherfucking debate, son. The what? The debate. Oh, dude, I cannot wait for this shit. I am waiting for all the fucking University of Facebook graduates in political science, in constitutional law. You know they're all coming out the woodwork tonight. So I can't wait to just see them, bro. I, I, I thoroughly have begun to enjoy that, watching all these people like speak as if they're experts on the matter. Honestly, since I've been home, like I've been following some stuff mm -hmm. as far as news wise. But like when I'm on vacation, dude, like I try to unplug as much as possible. Like I, I fuck around on Facebook, shit like that. But yeah, I don't, I don't read as much news as I probably should while I'm home because it's just fucking ridiculous. Don't. <laughs> Kowalczyk had the right fucking idea. That motherfucker flew the coop for two weeks, bro. When uh, um, yeah, he went to fucking South Dakota, Montana. He Bam. was completely unplugged. And uh, you know, I was kind of hoping he'd have him on there. <laughs> bro, I was hoping, but no, nah, honestly, his work shift right now is pretty shitty because he works. Um, he he works at uh at GM. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, and fucking, the, his work hours are fucking shitty, bro. And he only Damn. gets one day off. You know what I'm saying? So that one day's got to be dedicated to his old lady. You know what I mean? Right. So and with that said, a happy anniversary, happy belated anniversary to Kowalczyk and Dana. It's been 12 long fucking years, man. It feels like it's been 20, though. Congrats. Ah. Yeah, man. Fucking, um, I'm Congrats, Alphabet. He'll <laughs> <laughs> probably remember that shit. The fucking girls are fucking basic. When we, when, when we went to basic together, we used to call him Alphabet because they couldn't pronounce his name. <laughs> well, shit, even, um, even when we were in the same platoon, Smoke Norwood, he just called him Kowalski or Kawasaki. <laughs> Kawasaki. <laughs> Either that, uh, he just fucking started going Special K. We're special. Yeah. <laughs> Had it right, man. Yeah, I miss that fucker being on here, man. That's that was a big loss for the for the podcast. But it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Yep. Yeah, man. So hey, question. Two. Two ID, four ID, or first calf? Four ID. Four ID? Yeah. Right on. Everybody says, man, fucking my first unit fucking is always the shittiest unit. Bullshit, dude. My first unit was fucking shit tight, man. I mean, we we were square the fuck away. And, like, Korea was fun, and I learned a lot of shit there. But, like, there was a lot of dumb shit. You know what I mean? I did get promoted there. There was some good leadership there. Mm -hmm. My section, Don Rivera. Uh, I had uh, Gunny Austin and uh, our smoke uh, Smith, old fucking Tang. That's he was the shit. Smith, but, that uh, was his name. Yeah. That's right. He was a little short dude, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> fucking Gunny Austin, he was the one you always catch. He'd be out fucking the hill by himself. He'd run up on you every once in a while and be like, "Fucking, let's grab a drink." And you have a quiet drink with him, and he'd disappear again, pop smoke. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember him. I remember my smoke. Uh, the first smoke that I had there was smoke howl. I had smoke howl, and then yeah. our Gunny was um. Well, he's a sergeant major now. Shit, I can't remember his name right now as we speak. I know who you're talking about because he's the one that set up. Because uh, he wasn't in my platoon, but for the battery, he mm -hmm. used to run. Fucking, uh, he was a big runner, right? 
Yes, yes. Big in the PT. Yep. And uh, he asked me to help him. I remember uh, for some of the fucking, not for platoon wise, but battery wise, like fat bodies and shit. Ah. Uh. Because he was always amazed at how fast I can run, even though I was a smoker. <laughs> I, dude, here's one thing I'll give you about Korea, though. I did get better at running out there. And I think it's because of all the fucking walking we did. I mean, yeah. I was running my two miles at 1410. That, yeah. and to God, I've never ran any faster than that. And I was a fucking 29-year-old, 30-year-old smoker. Like you yeah. said, you know. But we ran like fucking retards out there. Yeah. And I mean, I fucking love that shit. I fucking, I, I, that was the fastest PT test I'd ever ran was out there. But for one, it was because of winter. Mm-hmm. The, the, the one we took, I think it was either December or January. Because we went to stretch in the parking lot in front of the barracks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was fucking black ice in the parking lot. And I was like, we can't stretch here because somebody's going to fall and hurt themselves. And we was like, well, what is going to march down to where we're taking the PT test at? And we're like, fuck, dude. It's fucking snow on the ground. Mm. Balls cold. And like, <laughs> I remember after we did, we did the push-ups and setups in the gym where we did Taekwondo training. At. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we came out and we had to run that loop. Yep. And uh, like everybody was in fucking pants and jackets and shit because it was cold. Mm-hmm. Fucking come run time. I fucking, I went to the starting line and stripped down to my shorts and t-shirt. Yes. Sir. And they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, fucking, I'm going to run my ass off so I can get back. It's his motivation. I'm freezing my balls off. <laughs> yeah. I ran that PT test in 13 flat, dude. Two miles, 13 flat. That was the fastest I'd ever ran. Wow. Fucking, when I got done, I was like, I was like, am I good? Like, still moving. Right. I, fucking, I had fucking frozen snot on my fucking lip, dude. All kinds of shit. I, I ran from there back to the barracks and just got in a hot shower. Holy I was like, shit. Fuck this. <laughs> dude, no, when I got, when I left fucking hood, I was running 16 like a 1610 or something like that. Yeah. I'm an old fucker. I, got, I could get away with that. Yeah. And then when I got over there, Aguayo, he, since he used to be a fat boy, he fucking made us run, dude. He was like, yeah. look at me. I'm skinny. I'm fit and all that. So he's the one that got me into running. He used to be a fat boy? Yeah, dude. Before the army, he used to be fat. I didn't know that shit. I, always, yeah. I, mean, I, I just knew him from there. And he was always squared away and fucking in shape, always working out and shit. So. Yeah. That motherfucker, he, if he would have ever been a drill sergeant, I feel bad for the souls he would have fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he, he was just, he had that little man syndrome too, but yeah. it, it was cool. But fucking not. Nah, I, I think what helped a lot was running up and down Air Salt Hill and yeah. running, uh, running to Buddha over there where the monks were. I yeah. think that helped out a lot. And bro, I remember I was running on the PT test and one of my PLs was next to me. He's like, hey, Sergeant Lopez, what's your usual run time? And I told him, Sir, uh, about maybe 1610, 1605. And he's like, oh, fuck that. I got to go faster. So he started <laughs> running faster. I kept at the pace that I was going that truck. And you know what I'm saying? Dude, mm-hmm. all I remember was I heard, um, I heard 59 or like I heard something 50. And I'm like, fuck, 1650 was what's in my head, right? Yeah. I heard 14 minutes. That shit fucking took me by surprise, bro. It was at the last <laughs> cut. I fucking started speeding, bro. Whew, I got there and I heard 1410 and I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm like, literally, it started blacking out on the sides. I'm about to pass the fuck out, but I was proud of myself. I never saw a 1410 again, man, but that was, oh, yeah. that was a badass fucking run. Yeah. And then, and then I got to Fort Stewart and went back to mechanized. Were you, you never were light, huh? You never were mechanized. I mean, oh, you were always mechanized, right? Yeah. Even in basic, dude, we, we uh, trained on fucking the Paladins and then every unit I went to was mechanized, so. Yeah. See, it's a trip. I was, I was wondering about this because I've, I've, I've been wondering about this since the first time I saw it. So being a mechanized, there were a lot of black chiefs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and a lot of black folk, 
per, you know, just in mechanized. And then when I went to light, it was flipped. There was a lot of white folk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it tripped me out. Why is it? Is the army doing it that way? Or it just tripped me out seeing the demographics uh, of things. You know, airborne. I get it. You know, white folk. Y'all a little more outdoorsy. Y'all like to uh, <laughs> jump out of place and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that shit tripped me out, man. I, it's just like I don't. I don't know why I saw it that way. It's crazy. But I, I, think- I guess that, that the whole the whole demographic split, like you're talking about. I mean. In, in all the different units, there was kind of, you know, it, it kind of fluctuated between so-and-so. But, I mean, as far as mechanized goes, you didn't have a whole lot of skinny, fast dudes most of the time. It was there – were, there was a lot of short, big dudes, <laughs> like, yeah. no matter what color they were. I mean, because, uh, I mean, you just hung around on the gun line, you ate, and you worked out, and then you had to be able to hump those rounds. So. Yep. I don't know who it was I was talking with about that, that in First, artillery. Dudes got put in the driver's seat. Yeah. See, and that's the thing, though. I, that's what I, I was having a conversation with somebody about that. Like, physical fitness standards should be different per MOS or soft skills versus combat skills. Because in combat, like, for example, in our fucking MOS, we had a hump fucking rounds, Chief. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those fucking 100-pounders get heavy, especially when no you're – No matter if you're in the fucking gun or on the cat, dude, you still, you're still humping rounds, bro. Oh, fuck. If you're on the cat, you're humping rounds because oh, especially yeah. if you're sitting overwatch, that's 100 fucking meters, and then yeah. you're supposed to reload a round every fucking six, every yeah. six rounds. You have to run back over there. So, yeah, dude, you got to be in fucking – you got to be semi-chub chunky. Not chubby and fat, but I mean – Yeah. Big, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, motherfuckers that bust tape, you know, yeah. <laughs> those are the motherfuckers you need. Oh, well, they get it because they're next, you know, because they're fucking used to lifting the suction <laughs> <laughs> for real, man. Shrugging them rounds while you're fucking short stepping from the fucking cat to the gun. Yeah, I mean, that's just another thing I don't understand, bro. Like, I mean, I get it that there is a standard of what a soldier's supposed to look like, but I guarantee you, you take somebody from S1, or just a regular S1 clerk. Put them on the yeah. gun line and have them start fucking doing round drills. Yeah, Broke, chief. Broke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, buddy. God damn, brother. How long has it been already? About half an hour? About an hour and a half? I don't know. You're, you're watching the clock. I'm not sitting there talking to you, man. No, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> over here shooting the shit, man. Yeah, like I said, normally I like to just do this to fill the gap in between now and, uh, and another shoot the shit episode. And fucking like last one I had Granice on. And I don't know if you yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. What, what's the name of his dog rescue? He lives in Ohio, right? Yeah. That place he works at. What's the name of it? Oh, Dude, no, he lives in Pennsylvania, bro. Oh, is it Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah. I thought it was Ohio. No, he lives in Pennsylvania. You're confusing me now. Y'all both motherfuckers <laughs> are confusing. He thought he worked out with you while we were in Iraq. And I was like, nah, man, I don't think so. He had you confused for some other Lacey, I guess. I don't know if there was another Lacey or Macy or Crazy. I don't fucking know. There was a there was a Macy, hmm, probably. There was a Macy in Korea too. Was there? Yeah, I yeah. know there was a Mason in Korea because I ran into no, him. There was a uh, a Macy that was in my, my platoon, my battery in Korea. He was a uh, straight Irish, red hair. Oh shit! Real fiery motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking Irish, drunk motherfuckers. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I. Most of the time when I was in the gym down there, I was with just my section. Mm. So. I don't know, bro. I, anytime I was in the gym, I was with Kowalczyk, and mainly we were trying to work out, 
but it was more making fun of the fucking meatheads out there that were like, that shit. You fucking thought Major Young out there fucking curling 100 pound weights and shit. (laughs) And that's just his warm up, bro. (laughs) Sorry, Major Young was a fucking, apparently he's still in. Really? Yeah. According to what uh, Granice was saying, that motherfucker's still in, bro. That's fucking, that's unbelievable because he was a sergeant major 15 years ago when we were in yeah. so it's like yeah. damn yeah i know right that's crazy it's a long time man that's just i was thinking about that shit the other day like i had some memories pop up on the old fucking book of faces and i was like man because like i was like i wasn't on the facebook like I've, until like the last fucking couple of months of my military career until getting out of the reserves but i don't Consider that my military career. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but, those motherfuckers get deployed too, right? Yeah. They got deployed out to, uh, to yeah. Kenosha. Speaking of fucking, that, that, that unit I was with where they were an ammo unit, um, they would do six-month rotations to fucking Kuwait to work the ahas and shit. Okay. So, I mean, they wore combat patches, but, I mean, uh, I guess it's six months, whatever. But to Kuwait, bro? <laughs> Come on, man. Always had the option. That was that was when I when I re-enlisted for that, so I wouldn't get put on that IRR list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the option of, you know, no deployment. If I wanted to mob with them, I could. Mm-hmm. It was like, we're going. Do you want to go? I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only benefit of going out to Kuwait is you get still all the fucking family separation. You get the fucking yeah. hazardous duty. You get all that good shit. But honestly, Kuwait's boring, bro. Yeah, I was making decent money where I was working before I started contracting, so I was like, fuck it, man. Yeah. And plus, they pissed me off a couple of times, like I said, about having to go to fucking reclass and all that shit. And I was like, you're wasting your time. I was like, I'm not I'm not staying here. I'm, I'm riding this out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, you've been an NCO and a, and a team leader. You have, to, you have to have the skill and knowledge. I'm like, I was like, give me a test. I'll prove to you that I know my fucking, my <laughs> Dodic and Dodat codes, and I can run a fucking forklift like what the fuck right <laughs> not that hard and i can lead soldiers obviously i did that for fucking eight years or not eight years but fucking four and a half pretty much mm-hmm. dude what do you think of this new pt test that they come out with have you read much about it Is yeah it- i started tracking it when i first came out and it was still in the fucking trial phases oh word yeah damn so, i mean it, it was I think it makes sense, but again, back to where we go, like it should be fucking MLS fucking separated, you know what I mean? More specific. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and for you listeners out there, it's pronounced specific. All right? It's not a fucking ocean. It's not, oh, can you be more Pacific? No, it's can you be more specific? <laughs> did, did, did I say Pacific? Huh? I said did I say Pacific? No, 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 no. you said specific. Uh, or I said specific one of them, but, I, but sometimes my West Virginia gets a hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. I mean, there's people out there that I, it trips me out. Like they'll say, um, especially, especially, and I'm yeah. thinking to myself, where the fuck is there a CK in in especially? You know, like uh, they don't you- know, man. They got these liberal teachers now. They don't know what the fuck they're learning. Man, these teachers. I mean. Ooh, you want to hear a rant on teachers, you got to hear Kowalczyk. That motherfucker. Yeah, I know, man. Where my, where my wife was in fucking college, dude. She she was working on her master's program before she got, before she, before she had to get out because of her illness and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, 
she was going to uh, West Virginia State, which wasn't that bad. She had some good professors there, but when she went to Marshall University here, yeah, she said it was like they, they didn't learn shit in class. Like it was all they'd give the assignments and say, "This is what you got to fucking know for the fucking test or whatever," and then it was this babble from the teacher and the fucking the students, the younger students in the class, this liberal fucking stand standpoints. He was like, "This is fucking annoying." So wait a minute. Um, see, we, we used to go off on teachers from the public schooling, you know, but now we were talking about where you go and pay for an education. Yeah. Fuck that. That's why mm -mm. But I will, I will invest in a trade for my children Yeah. before I do for a fucking higher like, learning. Both of my kids, man, they're, they're, they've, they've all, we, we've discussed it, man. Like if you want to go to college, it's on you. You know, mm -hmm. but if you, I mean, if you want to invest in a trade, it's going to be shorter. You're going to make more money coming straight out of it. And you're going to be able to, to benefit from it, period. I mean, again, going back to where I worked before, like there was guys that I knew where they could take, you know, voc school while in high school, coming out of high school, you know, being 17, 18 years old and making fucking 20 plus dollars an hour as a fucking apprentice or a journeyman in electricity or fucking welding, dude. Right. And you know, and that, like, by, by know the time that, they're 20, they can't even, the, technically they can't even drink yet. They're driving fucking $60,000 trucks. And fucking, the, dude, it's tripping because motherfuckers, I don't know if there's a stigma, like a negative stigma with people having a trade, but I mean, dude, yeah, it's hard work, but it's hard, clean work. And it's yeah. something that you get instant gratification from, you know, because oh, when you see yourself finishing something you accomplished with your own fucking hands, yeah. And you can do that shit on your own. Ah, oh, dude. It, it, yeah. now, if you're going to go to college, you know, and become a teacher or, you know, become a doctor, an attorney, got it. Got it. You know, yeah. but if you're going to go to college to get a fucking degree in art, <laughs> you know, you, you're fucking wasting money and you're yeah. wasting oxygen. Go, go hang yourself. Because... <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just a fucking freeway filler who's just making more traffic. That's what you are. It's retarded to me. You ain't Picasso, motherfucker. Uh, still, it, even with a, what, what the fuck are you going to do with an art degree? You're going to be an art teacher? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but it's my passion. Bitch, that's a hobby. You yeah. know? <laughs> Shit. You have to have uh, a degree for it to be your passion. You could, you could make paintings and fucking throw them in an, an art gallery and make millions if you wanted to, you know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. do you have to have a degree to put your shit into a fucking art gallery? I don't, I, I, I don't know, but I don't think you do. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what is art? You can grab a bunch of fucking paint buckets, throw them on a guy's canvas, let it dry, take that bitch to fucking outside of Starbucks, and, you know, just tell them that you, the demons came out of you one night and directed you to make this piece, and now you call it Scenes from Hell. I don't fucking know. There'll be some idiot that buys it. Cut, cut your fucking finger off or your ear off or something. <laughs> All right, man. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I'm just saying that those are degrees that are fucking wasted. And there's yeah. people that pay for that shit, dude. Just give me the money and I'll fucking show you Photoshop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking, well, what do they call them now? Influencers? Oh, dude. Internet. Okay. No, since we're on that, what is up with these fucking Instagram models? First of all, you're not a model. You're a whore. 
Okay? You're just a whore. <laughs> you're, you're not a model. You're a fucking whore who learned how to fucking take pictures with your iPhone. That's it. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, there, there's, there's two spectrums of that. There's some that actually have, I'm not, again, I'm not taking that for them. They're all pretty much whores. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, for the most part. But there's some <laughs> of them that actually do fucking decent shit. You know what I mean? But there's the majority, 80%, they're just fucking trying to make money off of what they look like and half the time it's not even what they look like because they're using filters photoshop fucking yep. whatever else they can fucking get their hands on because no. they're they got like they don't even have sponsors like they don't have clothes sponsors they don't have yep. nothing they're like, fucking whores and i'll yeah. tell you what you want to know how you determine which one is the whore if they fucking um if they have lincoln bio only, only fans <laughs> Those are your whores. And you yeah. idiots out there paying a dollar, three dollars a fucking month. Check this out. I'll save you all that trouble. You want to see something like that? Go to fucking YouPorn. Go to if you want to spend the money, put it keep it local, bro. Go to a fucking strip club. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know, as I got older, I never I never realized how much money I wasted at a fucking titty bar, bro. I wasn't a waste though. You had a good time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, but I mean, I guess the lap dances, the lap dances were a waste. But most of the time, like I never spent that much, but like most of the money I spent at a strip club was fucking with drinks. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I was that asshole who would make like fucking paper airplanes at a dollar bills and fucking flying on the <laughs> stage and shit. Like there was numerous times I got thrown out of the ones around Fort Hood, mm. for, like going change or not tipping at all. But, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the Fort Hood strippers, the Colleen strippers, they deserve to have change thrown at them. Bitch, we don't make a rain, we make a hail. Catch hey, wait, wait, wait till payday and go, because that's when it's packed, and that's when them girls come up from Houston and Dallas. Mm. <laughs> no, dude. Because they know they're going to take those soldiers' monies, dude. Uh, because they're like, oh, it's payday? We're leaving, we're leaving the fucking dollhouse, you know, yeah. and coming up to Fort Hood. So. And they're going to catch that dumbass private. They're going to catch that dumbass private that are going to make fucking yeah. fall in love with them. Dude, yeah. um, fucking what else was there? Ugh, those Instagram whores. They get on my fucking nerves. You guys, and they're fake as fuck, bro. Fake titties, <laughs> fake asses. I just did a podcast with Granice about fake titties. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm not a fan of fake titties. I'm not. I like them to be proportionate to their body, and I like them to be... They got to have some sag, bro. I mean, they're a woman. You know what I'm saying? Now, I get it if uh, if you're like... If they're past 25, that gravity should be taking control. Yeah, <laughs> they should. I mean, you're a fucking woman. You know? Yeah. And, you know, that takes me to another one. Bush. Let's bring Bush back. <laughs> now, I ain't talking about the president. I'm talking about <laughs> a motherfucking oh, landing. No, we, don't need that. we don't need him back. But I'm, 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 I'm talking what you're putting down. <laughs> I'll talk about, you know, getting a landing strip over there. Give me a little bit of hair down there, you know. Yeah. I just just something to, you know, to tickle, tickle my tickle nose. With it, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> tickle, tickle me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, Brazilian cutting, that shit came and went, bro. It's over. Now, I'm not talking 1970s bush where it's all creamy down there looking like some nacho dip. <laughs> Dude, if uh, I don't need a machete to go fucking, you know, spelunking. So, yeah. but just give he me said a nice spelunking. <laughs> That's right. I know what spelunking. Look at that. <laughs> Motherfucker got a GED, baby. And I know how to use the word spelunking. 
But yeah, dude, I mean, bring back some Bush. What do y'all think, Gunline? Y'all let me know. Should we bring the Bush back? Not full 1970s Bush, but not fucking... Be creative, ladies. Yeah. Yeah, be creative. Like, I mean, we saw a movie once where you could shave your balls and make it into Abraham Lincoln. And that was a game where you had to go. Well, one of those ones I was catching up on the day on your podcast, y'all were talking about that you and I think it was, oh, who was it? I can't remember who, who I was listening to. It was earlier this morning while I was working out, trying to catch up on your shit because I've been home. I ain't been listening to podcasts. No, I feel but uh, talking about doing the fucking goat and the brain and all that shit on that yeah. deployment of Baghdad. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, those are ways that we from waiting. The, the movie Waiting is that that's what that's from? Yeah. yeah, that was the name of that shit, and that's where you get the Abraham Lincoln from. So, ladies, get creative, man. We get the landing strip, you know. Get, get, you know, do something on there. Don't get a tattoo on your pussy. I've, I've seen those things too. Like, <laughs> eventually, that's gonna be nasty. I mean, you're gonna get that little fupa, and it's just not gonna be all right. You know, mm. but just leave a little bit of hair down there. Let us know that you're mature. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But and anyway. yeah, mature exactly. We're not, we're not, we're not into the cuties, bro. Bro, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw, I've seen enough on it to know that I don't want to watch it. But I was the, like, Jesus, this is ridiculous. But again, like, it's the whole thing, man. Like, on that, I was never for it. And I always thought it was disgusting putting, like, having your daughters, like, cheerleading is one thing. You know what I mean? I've had this discussion with my wife. Mm-hmm. Like, in high school and junior high, she wasn't the cheerleading type. Like, she was the punk goth kind of chick, you know, fucking did her own thing and right. didn't really like the jocks or whatever. But, like, again, the cheerleaders fall on that. But cheering is one thing. Like, that's a – I consider it a sport. Okay. You know, but as far as, like, going to, like, beauty pageants and, like, for putting your daughter in all this bullshit, mm-hmm. like, that's fucking – that's on the same lines as me, dude, because it's, it's, it's already – you're taking pictures. All this shit's spewing across the internet. Right, and especially now, dude, like it shit's everywhere, and, it, and it's it's what's created that culture, which some people might think that shit, shit like that that movie or whatever. Again, I haven't watched it, right, and I won't because we we deleted our Facebook or what or not the Facebook with the Netflix <laughs> because of it. Mm-hmm. She fell into that category, and I was like, whatever, delete it. I don't give a fuck. We got Hulu and Prime. I don't give there a fuck. There you go, <laughs> dude. You got Prime? Yeah. Have you watched the fucking um the boys? No, I seen that the other day. I was gonna ask you about it offline. Mind fucking blown, bro. Love that show. Love what is it. All right, so I thought it was some kind of corny spoof shit about superheroes. All right, yeah. but it's not. It's about superheroes. I mean, it is about superheroes, but it's more along the lines of superheroes that have been um that they okay. I'll just give you a quick fucking synopsis of this shit. All right, short, shorten it up, bro. Shorten right. it up. I'm going to give you the 13 like Bravo version. I'll give you the 13 Bravo version. All right. <laughs> check it out. These motherfuckers think they're born as superheroes, so they have all these fucking gifts. You got a Superman-looking motherfucker named Homelander. You got this one bitch named Maeve. You know, they all got their little superpowers, you know, whether it's speed, uh, invincibility, it laser eyes. They're, they're like X-Men. All yeah. right? But the twist is that they were actually made as kids, genetically altered. They were given this fucking substance to make them into these fucking beasts that they are now, into these superheroes. And it's all about- so It was like, like a Wish, like a Wish.com X, uh, X-Men? I would, 
Dude, I think <laughs> it, honestly, it would be a more realistic X-Men. Oh, yeah. yeah, I uh, think it would be like a more realistic, like I can see the government doing something like that. You know what I'm uh, saying? And um, it, so it's about this company that they, it, it goes way back to fucking, um, they bring it back to the Germans, to Germany, where uh, they were working on with like, you know, on making like the superhuman. Yeah. So it, it's pretty cool, man. It's got some funny parts. Yeah, it's, it's just really interesting, bro. If you got an hour to check, yeah, I seen you put something on the on the Facebooks about it, and I was like, man, that sounds pretty cool. If I mean, if he's into it, I might be into it. Yeah, and I meant to check it out the other night. We was looking for something to watch, and so we we come up on some other bullshit movie and started watching that instead. And then we started watching the fucking uh, the 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 Pet Court. Have you heard that, dude? Hold oh, on. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Get Gary fuck? Busey. You know who Gary Busey is right. Yes. <laughs> This is shit called fucking Pet Justice. Oh my god! Check, check it out, dude. It's oh, Gary Busey as like a fucking judge, and yeah, like no, all the cases. It's like all the cases have to do with fucking pets. <laughs> all right, we I'm watched, gonna check it out. We watched, we watched two episodes of it last night, and he's like, "What the fuck are we watching?" <laughs> dude, I'm gonna have to definitely check that out. Uh, another one, if you like, basically what I end up doing in my in my afternoons, the way I wind out, if it's not doing this shit. I'll go and uh, my kids go to the room and me and the wife are just now into watching the Twilight Zone. It's on Hulu, like every yeah. single episode. So we started from episode yeah. one and we've just been watching it like nightly. That's become like our routine. We'll like the down. old shit? Yeah, the old school one, the back from the fucking 50s. Yeah, I watched that shit back in the day, dude. Where, where yeah. I'm a big horror fan anyways. Like it, that's... Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, I mean, it's just something that, just to wind the day down and just kick back. We yeah. something we can both watch, and it brings back like nostalgia shit, you know, like oh, yeah. I remember this episode, and now you see how corny it was, but at the same time, yeah. like it's kind of cool, like the imagination that these people had. Oh yeah, the originality, the yeah. originality. Nothing, nothing's new nowadays, man. Like everything's a reboot it's or a recycled. remake. Yeah, it's been so recycled, it's pathetic, bro. I mean, yeah. it's gone overboard. Like, I'd, I'd much rather watch 80s horror movies or even back to 60s, 70s horror movies and watch something new. Oh, yeah. It's all fucking recycled garbage. It's all expected now. Like, you already know when it's going to happen. Or it's all yeah. hacky. Like, okay, you know, they put this, they build up the suspense, and then something funny happens. And yeah. then right afterwards, they get their head chopped off. So yeah. it's fucking, I don't know, man. They don't know that fucking... Um, they don't adapt the the books either to TV very well. Like I'm going on outside, man. Huh? Going oh, outside. My daughter and my <laughs> wife are home. That's why I was looking out. I just heard them coming in. So that That's means you're worried. Like you might got ice or something showing up. Oh motherfucker! <laughs> why did you call them? Did you hear something? Are they on their way? Abracadabra. <laughs> oh, <yeah. Have> <laughs> <laughs> the eagle has landed, dude. No funny thing about that. Um, have you seen awkward puppets on YouTube? Oh. Dude, look up awkward puppets. They're fucking funny. There's Diego and this white boy Sam. I think his name is Sam. <laughs> and dude, they're in a car just saying racist shit to each other. And it's fucking hilarious, bro. It's just hilarious. Um, yeah, dude. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to fucking um to see where this goes, you know. Hopefully get some more folks on here. And uh I'm hoping that. And this, at least for the past hour, hour 20, has entertained you because it has entertained me. And, oh, yeah, man. You know, and I hope it has brought entertainment as well to those that are listening. 
Um, yeah, I got to start getting ready to wrap this up because the old lady's home, which means that means I got to start getting ready to. Fuck. Yeah, dinner's about ready, dude. It's Taco Tuesday. She's making crunch wraps, bro. That's not a real taco, bro. But it's okay. It's a white. Dude. Taco. No, it's not a taco. Not a real taco, motherfucker. Taco Bell sells that shit. <laughs> taco Bell. There you go. Yeah, but, Olive, yeah, okay, Olive Garden is Italian. <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll post a picture and I'll tag you in. I'll be like, fucking tell me this ain't good shit. I'm not saying it's not good shit. I'm just saying it's not a taco. <laughs> the taco and a soft taco put together, bro. I'm going to have to see that. You send me that picture. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, y'all let me know. Let us know. Let Lacey and I know. Is that a taco? Is it really a taco? Is Taco Bell really Mexican food? Taco Bell is not really Mexican food, but Crunch Wraps. <laughs> crunch Wraps. Is a Crunch Wrap a real taco? Okay. So the moment that you add wrap to it, it becomes white. All right? So <laughs> it's a Crunch Taco. A Crunchy Taco. I'll give you that. How about a Fried Taco? Nah, bro. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Crunch Wrap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been a pleasure having y'all on here. It's been cool having you on here, Lacey. As always, uh, hopefully, maybe I'll get you on here one more time before you deploy or go back to your secret scroll shit that you're doing. Hopefully, yeah. we'll see what happens. And um, other it's depending than on the tempo, man, I might be able to catch it. If I don't catch you again before I leave, dude, I'll, I'll catch you again over there. Goddamn right, we will make that happen. And that's worldwide, the World Wide Web. This is this is as long as no fucking <laughs> alarms go off again. Hey. <laughs> Duty calls, bro. That's right. And by duty calls, he means taking a shit in the goddamn hot ass goddamn <laughs> Porter John, which we all remember those. <laughs> all right, y'all. It's been a pleasure. Make sure you guys check out this fucking weekend uh, shoot the shit episode. I'll be having Sergeant Juarez coming on here again, and he'll be shooting the shit with me. We'll be discussing whatever the fuck is going on in life as well as his podcast. Make sure you guys go check out the Under the Net podcast, which is the brother podcast to on the gun line with that being said everybody enjoy your day love peace and hair grease let's go watch this motherfucking debate gun line yeah. <laughs> i'm complete gun line out bye motherfuckers